0: Politically,
1: because I uh, think that's one of the issues and the one of the main problems our community has been battling with for years. Exactly. Everybody stay away from politics and said, Oh, we don't want to get involved. We yeah. do and our then, politics in the front seats on our sofa and yeah. talking with friends. Whereas, if you do that, you give those
0: ones that an opportunity to roam or wrong wild with it. Exactly, exactly. And uh, the unfortunate thing is uh, when we all withdraw, I mean, and the uh, not so whatever qualified also be in control. They take decisions that affect your livelihood, that affect the people around you. So <laughs> you must be uh, fully involved or at least ask questions or be in the know of what's happening.
1: In fact, in the London Borough of do you know what they used to say? No, that when the wise ones stay away from the politics, the fools will tell you what to do.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. <laughs>
1: so he could have a PhD or whatever. Yeah. Fools will tell you jump up, and you. And then to... you
0: have to jump because they're ones in control of uh, government machinery. Yeah. That's the problem. With doctor led.
2: LBD.
3: LBD. lbd lbd that's in short if you want you can call me Lu Banzadio, but just shorten it in lbd
1: okay it's a pleasure meeting you good,
3: good evening, evening lbd well. yes good evening mm.
1: so it is it is it is the narrative that uh, you want to change but not only the narrative you also want to like get stuck in
2: yeah.
1: to roll your sleeve and say what I call DIY. Yeah. yeah. If you want anything to change, do it yourself.
0: Exactly. Yep. If you're exactly.
1: expecting those people that are there to do it for you, then you are living in a dreamland.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're right.
1: Because they've gone there with a purpose.
0: Yeah, exactly. Every
1: man wake up every day, have an agenda. You want to go to work. Build a house, have a wife and three-point children, they'll make money, and then you they get into that office. They see opportunity to make money, and you say, "Yo, you are greedy!" It goes well. Every no. single person has a greedy, a little bit of greed in them. No, it's natural.
0: Greed- it, it's it's a natural thing. We do. It's only when you can't control it that's when it's a problem. But everybody has a level of greed. I mean, <laughs> that's a hey, fact. But well, you say you're
1: talking about controlling it. Control is one thing, but if you live in a circle whereby there are a lot of people around you, where there's not a lot to go around, you will think, and the outsider will think, oh, they stuff in their face with all the money, but they don't realize that by the time you have two pound, uh, split it among the four of us here, now it's no longer two pound; it's fifty p each. Yeah. <laughs> and by the time someone <laughs> here outside will say, "Your department went away with two pound. What a lot of money!"
0: True. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: didn't know that it's gone around the meals. Yeah. About Twenty people has <laughs> got it, so before you know it, it's not enough for them. I remember sure. my mom used to say, those that live beneath the mango tree had not had enough. And someone from afar want to say, give me some of it. Whereas those that are beneath it are still waiting for the thing to drop. So therefore, if you want it, you got to go and join those that are beneath it and say, okay. If it's one dropping, it's dropping for all of us. If it's 10 dropping, it's dropping for all of us. And if we have to replant it so that we can have adequate, we're going to have to do it together. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think I'm just one person, two more. I think I'm having issues trying to connect. I don't know what. He's
4: using uh,
2: Maybe the wrong one. Wrong one. And let me just share one more time. I think one person is uh, struggling joining. Let, let Let me send you the Let me send the link again so you join. Okay. Maybe I send you the wrong one. All right then. Thanks. Bye bye. is two more we, we can just start and then we join and the others will join All right? should we start yeah okay and the others will join because we are, think we're 10 minutes late and um, thank you Mr. Adesina for taking our time thank you Dr. LBD. thank you Mr. Akan as well for taking our time out of your busy schedule as you know this is another episode of changing the narrative and also when you get to speak out um okay okay so mr Deshina is what is our guest speaker tonight i think uh the other guest speaker is running late uh, but again he will join as we go along So, as you know, it's interesting conversation, and Mr. Adeshina is going to um, have um, have the opportunity to speak to us tonight. So, Mr. Adeshina is the chairman of the Enfield Racial Equality Council, and he is the CEO of the Obey Committee Trust. Okay, so Mr. Adeshina is also the secretary of council uh, of the Council of Envy for the Black Asian and Ethnic Minority as well, and he is a managing director of Adex Venture, so a company trading for under renewable energy products. So Mr. Adeshina is also a corporate member of the British Nigerian Association and also. Uh, a member of the West African Business Association. So you're welcome to the event tonight, uh, Mr. Adishina. Uh, so you will get us uh, before we crack on with the questions, you will get you um, have the time to tell the audience what you do, what your passion is all about, and who is Mr. Adishina as, as a whole. So over to you, Mr. Right.
1: Thank you for inviting me. And thank you for that uh, well elaborate, uh, did you know that you had dug into the past of my British yes. West African Business Association. <laughs> right, I, I came into UK say about three decades ago. Yeah. And uh, as, a no, no, part, as no, an individual,
2: no, I see
1: myself as what we call a radical humanist no, and a reformist. I believe in no, reforming, no, reforming an agenda. And I believe in a, being a radical, you have to okay, have
0: okay. a view. Okay, right. And mine
1: is a, being radical humanist. So whatever you're doing in terms of the individual, you must think about human being and put place them at the center of that activities. Because when you're placing law, when you're making policies, you're not making policies for goats. You're not making policies for uh, robots. You're making policies that will work with human beings. And if you're not compassionate about it, you will miss the both. So therefore, my aims come from that perspective. I, uh, in the past, been the chairman of Enfield Racial Equality Council that has taken me that far, and uh, member of ROTA, which is raised on the agenda. So I did join that because of the passion of wanting equality and that aspect. Run an organization since 1990 in the borough called OBE Community Trust. And this organization, believe me, we doing back to work initiative. Working with youth, in fact, one of our youth projects, uh, the winner of one of our youth projects went on to win uh, at the diversity project on the Britain is called Talent, and they came second. So that was uh, one of the people that won our event in the past through that Obey Community Trust. And that organization is still strong and going in the borough, supporting Nigerians and black and ethnic minority within the borough. At uh, the same time, I run an organization called uh, Adex Solar. This is to actually take solar energy from here to West Africa. I stumbled over that by inventing solar tricycle. Uh, just by a chance, I uh, just put things together, invented solar tricycle, and then the South Bank University saw it and went, "Oh, that's brilliant! We could turn that into an, I mean, a, a, a very good environmental-friendly invention." We work together. Some of the students that I year use my product to do their dissertation. Now the product that uh, the uh, solar trike is out there. So that takes me into the journey in the renewable energy. And from there, I loved it. And as a passion as well, I am into politics. In the London Borough of Enfield, here I am the coordinator for the BAME, which is a Black Asian and minority ethnic uh, community of the Labour Party. And uh, recently I was elected by the Cooperative Party of the United Kingdom to be the, they call it uh, BAM coordinators, which is Black Asian Minority Ethnic Community Coordinator, for the cooperative yeah, party yeah. in the entire UK okay,
0: and the cooperative
1: okay. party and the labor party right. works hand in hand. The cooperative right. works together to set up the labor party. Yeah. So therefore I sit on that executive body to look after how we can bring black and ethnic minority people involved in politics. And uh Toshwood I am enjoying that role. So that's in a way it's myself in a nutshell but uh, I can go on all night but I think I'll stop there maybe as time goes on as we have our conversation a lot of things will come out which will I uh, will be able to tell you whether or how I got involved with it
2: okay all right then thank you that's a lot uh, as like you said so as you as we go uh, along and so the other person I think I'll introduce that person in a minute Um but again, let's just go. Um, LBD, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: It's mute. Mm-hmm. Unmute yourself. Oh, good. Yes.
3: Yeah, I'm LBD. Um, Lou Banzadio for LBD. I'm a geophysicist by trade. Um, but I've done many things. So into public sector, academia and research, the energy industry, data. Now I'm a data scientist. So that's what I have to say the least. The world has become agile, as you say, you know, when you run project, you can run it waterfall, you go on one way, or you can be agile, so you adjust in your life. As you said, we are all greedy. So I was university lecturer that then, and I realized by the time I've been having family, the money is not there so i said why should you be doing science for so nothing i better do something professional so i went into the industry where you know the children were happy anyone happy my miss is happy and then you know as it moves you get old. you say why should we be working from eight to, to to eight because of a boss i want to find my own way so yeah we adapted became a data scientist consultant here and there energy not 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 the clean energy as you do, <laughs> but you know the other fuel well fossil industry of energy. So to say the least, I live in Newcastle. I'm not in London as you Londoners. Okay. So I'm at Northumbria University, uh, at the Faculty of Engineering and uh, Environment. So that's where I am now for the moment. It's just, I just wanted to get out of London and uh, be at peace with myself. So that's me okay so thank, you, Abidi. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. thank you Abidi. so we have someone else similar your namesake all the way from nigeria so mr adeshina adeshina is the ceo of um, kiosk company so i'll get him to introduce himself thank you mr adeshina for taking our time and um, to join us tonight do you want to tell us what you do and what your
4: call is all about all right thank you very much Matija for this platform to engage uh, with great people um, I've, I've had a lot of uh, lovely profiles already um so I'm Adesino I'm the CEO and co-founder at 1K West Africa um you know if I'm to say in one line sentence I'm someone who is very passionate about the sustainable development goals especially towards the attainment here in Africa um, I started out my career, you know, in the banking sector, and then moved up, you know, to actually, you know, drive, you know, the wheels, you know, behind innovations, you know, towards making life better for people. Basically, what we do at One Kiosk is to drive an inclusive commerce, you know, which actually, you know, creates a platform for the micro, small, and medium-scale businesses, you know, to thrive. First of all, we're giving them access to market through an e-commerce marketplace approach. You know, and they were using the data you know, to actually connect them to financial partners and also some of our networks that can give them access to credit. Basically, you know, this is something that we believe can create the next 3 million new jobs. And this particular projection has also been you know, collaborated with the various reports by KPNG, by Boston Consulting Groups. And now we are actually putting you know, our, our, our money where our mouth is. You know, in that sense, you know, we're putting actions know to eat and we're very very happy about the impact that we're driving you know so far so good Uh, to put some numbers to it we have been able to support over fourteen thousand small businesses you know within the span of 14 months and we've also been able to help them to do over half a million dollars so far so we're very happy about you know the little baby steps we're taking and we're positive that the next few months and the next few years holds greater opportunities for africa thank you
2: Thank you. I think I'll let you speak a little bit about the NSAS in a minute. So, Mr. Akan, over to you. Do you want to introduce yourself?
0: Okay, good evening all. My name is Akan. uh, I'm a project management. At the moment, I work with uh, Network Rail, but um, my background uh, has been in geoscience, so I share something with uh, Dr. LBD. And uh, I live here in Barnet, so I also share something with uh, Mr. Deshno, who's uh, in Enfield. So uh, Matilda has been a friend and colleague for uh, we met in BP. I mean, in 20 about 2014 or thereabout, and she's been a good friend and quite supportive. So I totally support uh, what she's doing. I uh, like the father, she's uh, pushing us ahead. So that's why I'm always here whenever I can. So it's a pleasure hearing from all of you and also meeting the uh, second, Mr. Adeshina. Probably I'll change my name so that we can have a third Adeshina as we progress. (laughs) Thank you very much.
2: Thank you, Aka. Okay, so let's um, go with the conversation. So over to you, Dr. Mr. Adeshina. So I think, in the light of what's been happening, right? In your opinion, how, how, what do, you, how do you think we can begin to improve the situation? How can the situation be improved?
4: Okay, so just to Which make, will be additional? People, oh. make people, yeah, I would uh, to say they should uh, call okay. additional <laughs> junior, additional, additional, senior, I'm additional uh, junior. Uh, <laughs>
1: This is so yeah. It's so funny, <laughs> our both name is two initials is AA, <laughs> and, and additional, additional, so we both AA's, so you, you can't say A, B, maybe you might say one kiosk to make a difference.
2: I will do that, yes. So over to you, um, um, one senior. Yeah. We, we say not senior and junior, g- yeah. we
3: can see the other one does not yeah. work. Well. <laughs> big glasses, so it should be younger.
2: Senior, senior, additional.
3: Oh,
1: you you mean me? Yes. Yes. Now, oh, <laughs> Now you say, where do you want me to start? Are you talking about SARS, or are you talking about changing in that narrative regards to Black Life Matters? It changing in two- narrative. Today.
2: Yeah, changing the narrative regarding to Black Lives Matter.
1: I mean, uh, I don't know if any one of you have seen my Facebook or my Instagram accounts, but when I have attended to dates close to about 15 rally, let me put it that way. And I have been a guest speaker at about four, to be precise, on the Black Lives Matter. It's on my Facebook and it's on my Instagram account, where I've been invited to come and give a speech regarding the happenings. All I can say is very simple. I'll take you back to the root cause of it, which is police brutality. Mm. And police brutality is in all communities. It has been for years. Police and the system, it's more like a systemic discrimination. Because mm-hmm. if a policeman can come and for argument sake, take bribe from me on the road, and another policeman observed that, walk away. Both of them are corporate and both of them should go to jail because they have taken bribes and they are violating the oath of office. Mm-hmm. But when they get to court, the judges will look overlook the incident and just face the criminal and say, oh, you, you need to do your insurance. You need to have a paperwork, blah, blah, blah. What they have done, they have encouraged such situation to go ahead and then they had not punished the police officer therefore Mm -hmm. the system is the systemic discrimination and that Mm -hmm. system enabled them to carry on perpetrating that crime Mm -hmm. and this is what has been going on in uk i'll I'll be honest with you i have been on the receiving end of many Mm -hmm. how many many i could even give you an instance is say way back 1990, my wife gave birth to my first son. So you can just see how long ago now, see the gray hair is not there, so <laughs> I've shaved it. My wife gave birth to our first son and the doctor said to me, due to Caesarean section, you can go and get some fruits, nothing solid, so that, uh, she won't be able to take anything solid. So I went. I left the hospital. Drove half a mile down the road. A policeman stopped me and he said to me, "Oh, you're Nigerian." Instantly, they labelled you. So a stereotype follows. Before you know it, their actions follow. And he said to me, he, he put his hand in my pocket, really and truly, and said to me, "Oh, I don't carry my wife' credit card. Well, how come you carry your wife' credit card?" I said to the gentleman. I just told you, my wife just had a caesarean section and the hospital. She's in no fit state to manage her belongings or to look after it. So the mm-hmm. doctor said to me, hold on to her, jewellery, everything. Why? Because she's no way, there's no way she could manage it that, I mean this anesthetic she's on. Mm-hmm. I told the officer this. The next thing they did was swing me around, hit, push me against my car, and they have a technique they do. You know your inner ankle, they'll mm. kick you there so you buckle. When you buckle, they'll think, oh, you're resisting arrest. They put an the elbow in your back so you go back like this. Why are you resisting arrest? They knew everywhere to press and you will respond accordingly. Mm. They took me to the station. That was the, what gave that to me running Obey Community Trust. Uh, uh, So I decided at that point that there's no way you guys will be getting away with this brutality. uh, I have to do something. uh, I got up with few other guys, we set up Obey Community Trust to uh, challenge them when uh, they do things wrong.
2: uh, Now
1: I could have easily sat back and took the punishment and went home Mm -hmm. which I did that day anyway because I couldn't find them, but three of them I Mm -hmm. got very very, I got good beating and I enjoyed it, I kept quiet, went on. But then I came back with an organization Mm -hmm. and ever since then I've been putting, I've been telling them, putting them right and telling them things. Mm -hmm. Now that ended the status war I've got in the borough. In fact, up to the 2009 I was given an award by the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom for the mm. community work and the things we do. It's on the yeah. website as well. We were, yeah, I, I, I was giving one of the, one in the Millennium Award and the mm. Osangiro Award for those things. because mm. I could easily say, let me take it. They think all the Nigerians are stupid and thief and blah, 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 and walk away. But I said, no, I'm not gonna take a line. that I have to change this narrative. We are not all stupid. We mm. have talented people among us. So, yeah. we have clever, we have doctors, we have all right, and there's bad and good in every race. Yeah. So, don't demonize us and don't throw a baby out the bath water. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk the real thing. You, the police, are the one actually taking laws into your own hands. Mm-hmm. Just because you've been given a badge mm-hmm. and uh, you've got the authority, so you think you can do and undo. I'm not going to allow that. Mm-hmm. Now, Oh, three decades on the organization is still growing strong mm-hmm. we got an award we've got complimented the organization website is uh, www.oifumbay.org bay Community mm-hmm. trust is called you mm-hmm. check it up come and join us in what we do we welcome a lot of people we can do with this uh also also helping promoting us and everything every hands on deck we love it and we can join one of yeah. your as well, because we do initiative as well. Mm. They think all the Nigerian youth, and some of them, are eh, fraudster, jobless, mm. at the, mm. and we mm. said, no, if you have an opportunity, if you have money in your pocket, no one mm. like the name thief, mm. no one likes the name uh, jobless. But due to lack of opportunity, people get condemned into that sector. So you give us or you give my organization 200000 and I'll produce you youths that could support your economy. Why? Because Mm -hmm. the point is this, right? There's a knock on effect. If you invest in the youth and they start getting a job, they pay taxes, and they become a modest citizen. And they will do their civil and civic duty appropriately because you had nurtured, it's called nurture to nature. Mm. So if you don't do that, then you don't give them anything. They've got nothing to lose. And they're not going to sit down there and die. They're going to find a way to survive. And if it means putting hand in your pocket, they will. Mm-hmm. So if you do not look after them, then you're going to be actually looking over your shoulder when you're walking down the street. Because mind, Mark, my, my, my what they see you dressing neat and nice jeans, they cannot afford.
0: Mm.
1: And it's not their fault because the society has ne- neglected them. They cannot do something. So therefore, we run this youth project, and it's called Back to Work Initiative. They gave us initiative that, and at the end of it all, I think. The government office for London then invited me to come and help the Upper Lee Valley initiative, saying because they see the outcome of that project. And through that, they sent me to Europe to represent the London Borough of Enfield in the U- U- Europe. And we mm-hmm. b- brought back from European Union, 380 million for the Upper Lee Valley. Mm. And this went into the treasury pocket. And then I was then Put in charge of the Upper Lee Valley project, which is Enfield, Barnet, Haringey, Watham Cross, Watton Forest, and mm, and mm. Across those Upper Lee Valley, we ensure that those youth, that time from two thousand and four to two thousand and eight, got what they deserve, and the, he had a knock-on effect. So the youth are being condemned, or say, "Oh, these are rogues, so or this uh, this one is destined to go to jail." Turn around to be expert in IT, mm-hmm. expert in all various fields. Some run their own business and open textiles. And I said to the, to this to all the people around the table, I said, "Listen, it's nature to nurture or nurture to nature. If you don't look after these children, it's only obvious this." crime rave and this revolving door syndrome of going into jail and coming back will always be the situation mm-hmm. and to change the narrative is not only about the kids it's about the society and it's about the people that are in the aims of our fears what you do or what you're about to do or what you intend to do or what society do you think you want to live in if you want a better society, you got to invest in it. It's just not thinking magic wand. So with regards to that changing of narrative, there are many other things you could look at. For example, this Black Life Matter we're talking about today. When I first came to UK, I think it was, a, well, you will not know now that it's over three decades since I've been in the UK. So my first son is 29 years old. so. I won't say the rest. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a while since I've been around. So now, that time I got to UK, I went into the first local authority office. I said to them, uh, oh, we have an organization here that we want to push, blah, blah, blah. Oh, sorry, we have an African organization. If you can't join them, then don't worry. We can't, we have nothing to do with you. I said, "Oh." You, did you just say I called the local authorities? I said, did you just say you have an African organisation? Said yes. Said, do you know how many countries in Africa? Said it doesn't care. Said there are fifty-four or fifty-something country in Africa. Now, you have an uh, uh, African organisation. How many countries have you got in Europe? Those that are in European Union as of them, say seven, yeah. and they, those sevens have organisation in the UK, Said yes. Do you know those seven will put together? Nigeria is bigger than all of them. Mm-hmm. Those seven will put together, they will fit into Nigeria and they will still be space. And Nigeria is one of African countries that you said you only want an organization to represent them. It's due to lack of knowledge, due mm. to lack of understanding. And we would think because they're European country, they know it, or they know nothing about Africa, or mm. they pretend not to want to know so after about five minutes sitting down with the chief executive of the council he goes okay he seems to know what you're talking about so let us know what you can do three days later i took about several friends from our area we went into the in front of the civic council and we put up a plaque we worked <laughs> our own organization from several we became 12 from 12 we became 20 before you know it Three days in a row, we had well, even some white people started joining us. Before you know it, we were about <coughs> hundred. Then they sent for me, come up here, you troublemaker. <laughs> they did not find a name for me. <laughs> I'm a troublemaker. They took me to the office and goes, what do you want? I said, yeah. I'm, a tax- I'm a taxpayer in the borough, mm-hmm. and our communities here in the London Borough of Enfield, they were lacking a lot of things. And nobody's ready to stick, I mean, speak for us. And you guys are taking our tax money, giving it to all other organizations, and said, oh yeah, we've got African organization. I want an office. I want it to be resource. I want a telephone. I want this, I want that, I want that. Said, okay, that was then. They said, oh, we can't give you that, but you live in a house. They said, yes, maybe make one of your room, your office, and then we pay the phone bill and the electricity for it. Mm. So I said, wow, half bread is better than none. Mm. I just took it. I didn't argue. I went to, I made an invoice. I did an Excel, sent it to them. I said, that room in my apartment will cost you this. The electricity will cost you that. And everything, including the phone call, will cost you this. They came back and said, this electricity bill is for your whole entire apartment. <laughs> we could apportion it, I said, okay, yeah. <laughs> the phone bill is for you, we could they apportion everything. I said, oh, fine. And that's where we started from Obey Community yeah. Trust, yeah. and from there, we never looked back. Yeah. Now there, we engaged many other departments, telling them, these are the things that is required. And mm-hmm. if, I we never did that. We will not be where we are today in the London Borough. From there, the politician recognized me. Those that were leading the council that were local councillors saying, Would you join the Labour Party? We like someone that has feisty as you. I said, mm-hmm. Oh, you insult him at the same time. I said, You want me to come? He said, You're calling me feisty person. Said, someone as feisty as that doesn't care like you. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. I went and read about the Labour Party, then joined. When I joined the Labour Party, believe it or not, go and check in the Enfield Council history right now. At that point, they start calling me the kingmaker because I never took on to become a councillor or to become anything. But Mm -hmm. I start encouraging all the Nigerians around. Come, Mm -hmm. I'll push you in. Come here, I'll push you. Because I know if I go to the front, They've been wanting to assassinate me, so therefore it'll be easy to walk <laughs> and put me away. <laughs> so, therefore, <laughs> then once they cut the head, the body becomes useless. Yeah. So, I quickly un- understand that logic and I thought, yeah. Now, I'll put all my brothers in. Mm. We have at a point seven Nigerians becoming a counselor at the London Borough of Enfield, four had become mayor. The current mayor of the borough, her name is Kate Anoloe, Anolo, from uh, uh, Anambra State, uh-huh. so we push all those people in and, yeah. and I just we stay behind and then start building the momentum. Uh-huh. Now, that's the only way to change the narrative. If we're uh-huh. waiting for them as of that time to yeah. do something for them, they've got a Greek They've, yeah. got, they've got, all, they've got Greece, they've mm. got the Caucasian, they've got the Asian. They all have community mm. and they all have brothers and sisters that is are going to be looking after. So therefore, we're expecting them, they go to their office and we want them to, whatever they may for their own that is not adequate, we mm. also want some mm. of it. Yeah. Why can't we go make it ourselves? Yeah. And we have all our youth and all our people will get into this country and said, oh, I'm not going to get involved in this. I'm, I'm going back tomorrow. 30 years down the line, they're still here. Mm-hmm. And if they had engaged at early stage by now, they would have probably moved up the ladder.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And to become somebody and do something different. This mm-hmm. is the way things Work. Gets left behind or we get left behind because we refuse to engage, engage at the right time. Yeah. And we expect other people to change it. No mm. one will change, will, will change it for you. You have to change it yourself. Mm. Because the more they see you as a bad person, the better for them because they know you're not going to come and share part of the power. Oh, they take it. There's a stick cake there for them.
4: Mm -hmm. So all
1: of us here, we can't even finish the cake. I mean, it's not enough for us. Mm -hmm. And someone is outside there knocking on the door, wanting to come in. Mm -hmm. That's how we shut the door. We will be thinking about how to put the foot at the door and nail it. Not so that our person don't come in. But if you want to come, you have to kick the door down. And say, yes, I belong there. And I have to be there. I'm a taxpayer too. And this thing is happening to my community. I'm not going to wait for you to do it for me. Because he that feels it knows it. He that feels it knows it. You can't, you can't. If you don't, if you don't walk a mile in my shoe, you can't know how. I mean, how I feel. Yeah. So therefore, the you know, the easiest way for anything to change with regard to Black Lives Matter. This is what I say to all our youth. Don't expect these same people to change this narrative for you. It's never gonna happen. You have to go there, and if you want to get it, you have to be very smart. Mm. Smart in the sense, I'll give you an opportunity. I'll give you a very, very simple joke. There was a time, right? This was during Awolowo and Chagari regime, way back then. Awolowo was winning almost all the states before the announcement of the results. Then Aula went on on the television and said something so silly. That will tell you that even wise people can make mistakes. He said, when I get into the office tomorrow, I'm going to probe (laughs) Abbassojohn and all his ministers for the embezzlement. And some of them would also have to account for many things including the death of (laughs) Muritala. You have not yet gotten into power. You threaten the person that is in office. They will never let you see the light of the day. Because even if they are embezzled, even if they don't embezzle, nobody wants police to come and knock on their door to say, you're under arrest for this, you're under arrest. So whatever you want to do, you just keep quiet, like they say in my father's village, or your are meaning you know the right response at certain times, if you think it's not the appropriate time to say you bite your tongue.
2: Uh,
1: uh, so when you now uh, get to the time when it's, it's worth saying, and you know you could say it, and it means a lot of things, that's when you then say it. Even if he's biting your head, everybody around you is giving those answers. keep it in. Quiet. Until the right time, then you let it out. And people will be thinking, oh, where were you yesterday? I was here. But it wasn't the right time for me to say it. Uh, uh, uh. So you hold on to such. So the youth of today, if they, if I were to be them, the simple thing I did here in UK is what I would do in Nigeria. Straightforward, they've got the PDB, they've got uh. the APC, uh, we will railroad, I will park all my friends, we join all those parties. We will not go and start setting up a new party. They're fools. Uh, the minute you're setting up a new party, you're setting yourself against an establishment that is, la- they know the trick. They've learned, uh, they've even planned everything, they know what to do. No, I'm not setting my, a new group, group up. I'm going to the existing one. And I'll come with my friends, in numbers, uh, in numbers, uh, when it comes to now selecting people during the primaries, the old man will be there, maybe 20 of them. When I call the youth, which is about 70 million of them, and we're in all this party, and you want to select the primaries, and we pick one youth to be here, 70 versus the older generation, which is 30% of it, who's going to win? The youth. But if you go and set up another organization, they find something to block your organization from existing or even from getting there. But if you're one of them, you join their APC, they can't kill their own party. They can't get stop their own party from getting anywhere. So you're in within, you keep quiet, you're watching. When the time comes to strike, you strike.
0: But don't and you when, think, what, don't you think joining the establishment parties, you know, no matter what your ideas or ideologies were, the father, the problem is systemic, you get buried in it, and you hardly implement whatever change you you'd gone with. Uh, I beg
1: to differ. I'll give you a typical example. When I came to Enfield, they had pure national fronts and many other racist agenda that we don't feature. What did I do? I start having weekly party in my house. I'll start inviting my friends and I start joining them to the Labour Party. When the next agenda come at the NSAGN, I took all of them to the meeting. When they say we want to be the chairman, I've already told them before we left to say, nominate me, I'll keep quiet. I pretend as if I don't want anything. So somebody else nominate me. I say, oh, why did you nominate me? Then I was, I seconded it. I said, oh, you too, you wicked. Mm. I became the chairman. We have our agenda, not their agenda. The minute I got in, we formulate policies. We brought in the racial equality officer post. And this time, we let a black man to run it. Before it was a white woman doing racial equality officer. When well, we now reformulate it and said the black man to run it, they argue with us. I got up and said, He their heart fits, let them wear it. And they what? What did you mean? I said, Well, I'm black. You're white. And we're talking about racial equality officer. What do you know about racial? Do, do you see this skin? Do you, uh, my skin, is it the same? The, everybody in the room, they didn't want to offend us. They said, the right or the black or they know what they, they, it is, they, they, they can. Before you know it, we now have how many counselors? Seven black counselors, four mayors. Sometimes you have to have a dream. Sometimes you have to have a motive and sometimes you have to be able to execute. Saying you go into there, they want to derail you, Fair enough, they might have one or two things they want to influence you. But what you have to know in politics is that you make a deal. There'll be areas you will make a deal to get to where you're going. So you don't compromise your principle, but you deal with them saying, OK, I'll take two of yours plus five of mine and we put it through. So people will see saying, Oh, come out there. Well, we're getting there. Gradually, we'll fizzle them out of the whole show. But if you just go there and say you want to change everything overnight, they will change you. They will okay. come after you. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Because they, <laughs> you were saying Mr. something.
2: Yeah, Mister. See, this time is is so short. It's just one hour. I think again, I will invite you again to say more about this. Um, I think it's just one hour for today, and it shouldn't be. it shouldn't be and because I think we have a lot to say about this so a lot of work you're doing as well and I would like to work closely with you Uh, I think we'll have this conversation after this meeting Uh, so LBD do you want to say something quickly or two minutes
3: Uh, yes Uh, first of all uh, thanks a lot for the insights into what has been yeah, escaping, which you know is missing in the communities, mm. as you said yourself. Um, Africa is 50 something countries, and uh, mm. there are committees who are striving and they're doing it mm. well. So, mm. I've just joined it there, mm. and there are others uh, which have not. And you also said it there is a way of making black life, African life matters. And there's the other way, which is yours, which I think should have been the best. Mm, Um, It is true, it's a true narrative. Uh, Personally, uh, I was, when I went to Durham University here, um, I was the vice president of African Caribbean society. And uh, that was uh, 1999 and 2000, you would remember because we were been in racial equality in 2001, there's been stripes here in Newcastle. I was in Durham, a student there. In between, you know, the people who came from South Shield started beating white or Yibo youngsters in Newcastle city center because they beat two black men. And uh, the councillors here have to call all the communities to come and sit together. And that I remember there was an Indian, I think I spoke with Matilda about this. Uh, an Indian councillor was there, was asking me, say, he told me, what exactly you are telling me? He told me, look at us, where are you, you Africans? We came together in this country after the second world war to build this country. But look at us, we have got people in the House of Parliament, in the Senate. We have got billionaires. I'm telling you, we have an agenda. By year 2010, half of the lawyers in this country will be our people. All the corner shop will be ours, all the filling station. He told me like this, and now what is it? They are there. That
1: is it. Yeah.
3: You know, it yeah. didn't tell me that all the spec saver will be wearing will be managed by, you know, all, by Indians. But as you said, they went in there. And I remember once, um, those days, you know, we Africans, I think 2003, I bought a car and uh, I didn't have um, the MOT. So we had to, you know, at that time, you need the MOT, the insurance and whatever to pay a whole tax. Mm-hmm. So um, there was a, a papa, an Indian papa was doing it, but you, you don't know him. You know someone <laughs> who has to go and meet the son of another Indian who's exactly. going there. <laughs> and he came and told me, you people from Angola, the Congo, we don't like you. Because we were here eating in the port of this country. You came, you messed up everything because of your greed, because of your talk, 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 talk. You go there, you say everything, things we are doing, you know, to get the benefit, the children, the family and work together. So really, I think, Matilda, two minutes now, we yeah. should continue talking to him and yeah. try to empower other communities and the yeah. communities which exist.
2: Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Denshina, Kios, something uh, we will bring you again because we need to speak about this, what you're doing again, this size as well. So in one or two mi- minutes, is there anything you want to say um, from your end?
4: Thank you very much. I think uh, I've, I've I've learned quite a lot. You know, um, I also have a strong passion for governance because mm-hmm. um, I believe that you know you have to be you know in that place where the policies are being made. If at yeah. all you want to make any you know strong yeah. impact, so I, I've yeah. actually learned a lot this evening,
2: yeah. and
4: I think you know uh we'll keep putting we'll keep driving and we'll, we'll surely get there thank you
2: thank you thank you Akan, do you have anything to add
0: <laughs> uh, no I, mine was a question which i'd asked today earlier on and um, I, I think i'm better equipped now going forward you know yeah. what to do
2: yeah we will have this conversation again we will bring you back <laughs> We will, because come think- back
3: yeah, you you need to come back, and personally, I'll contact you on my own as well.
2: Yes, there's a lot to be done. Okay, thank you. Thank you once again. Thank you um, for taking out time. As of your busy schedule and what you've said, what you do, the income, uh, community impact as well. Um, and also the the passion of what you, uh, the passion behind driving the African community, driving the youth is really, really good. And I hope that we continue, you've done it for 30 years, right? So it's, it's here to stay. And this is kind of um, uh, an insight For for the younger generation, even me that just started is an insight. So if someone has done it for 30 years, um, um, so there is always room for improvement and you just have to do it. You just have to do it yourself. Thank you again. Um, Again, we will have to speak about this and how to take this forward and we will engage more with you. And your community and what you do. Thank you so much, and thank, thank you, you uh, everyone for taking our time. I maybe I should inc- increase it to two hours. I don't know. No, 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 no,
3: no, 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 no. no.
2: Yeah, one uh, we'll hour. See to, we'll stick to yeah. an hour. In, in
3: French, in French, they say "ce qui <laughs> So you don't need two hours to put things in place in perspective. Yeah, yeah. Adé, yeah. senor. Say it. Everything you know. You just say You have a dream. You have yeah. a motive, and you make actions. You don't action. need talk, 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 talk. Yeah. You have got the dream you had. You yeah. know what do we need that emotive and then we yeah. will swing into action. so yeah. how are we gonna create a motive for us, and then we're gonna swing into action, in action and make it? A
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. We But in addition to that as well, say if you are to bring in guest speaker, because I could understand that my namesake here all the way from Africa. And then uh, if you had to bring a guest speaker, maybe at some point, you make allowances for two hours or two, three hours to cover the guest speaker. At least people will know that on that day, there's an mm-hmm. exception because that gentleman had, I, I mean, prepared probably certain thing to come and uh, dazzle us with tonight and only to be cut short. He would then, when next you call him, he might not even feel, oh, yeah. oh okay. he'll be a- <laughs> oh, we know he's going to come now because he's smiling. Just yeah. for other purposes and other people, so you make allowances for them to accommodate yeah. them. Maybe if you have to shut me up and say, okay, you've only got 10 minutes to speak, let mm-hmm. others speak or whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to plan, plan it to accommodate and give other people opportunity exactly. to actually express themselves. And then that gives you opportunity to go. I think we only just uh, we finished now. We just we just talking. No, things.
3: No, 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 no. I I, I have a word. My <laughs> thing of your permission.
2: One minute, yes.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. Can we vote? Can we vote for fifteen minutes more? <laughs> so that I think yours can say something.
2: Oh no, it's just again. I don't know if the time we go. If you have something to say, you can say something. But it's just again, maybe the time.
4: No, I think it was quite educative and you know for me I'm even more fired up, you know, from all what I've heard, especially, you know, from what you know um you know Mr. Senior has actually said, you know, I'm I'm more fired up because part of what I'm doing even in the business side is to really, you know, impact my community and it's also a means to an end, you know, to also, you know, participate actively in governance. You know, passionate about this, you know, uh, passionate about driving change. And from what he has said, you know, is for me to then maybe rework, you know, the way forward, you know, rather than maybe the other approach maybe I'm looking at it from. You know, apart mm-hmm. from business, you know, I can now say, okay, perhaps I need to get active also, you know, in the current, you know, um, parties, you know, choose one of them, stick to it and follow it through.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Thank you. Will you pass that-
0: my details out, oh, please.
1: Let, I pass my details to everybody so that we could
0: actually be making a rapport. Yeah, I just sent a personal message to you for that, Mr. Day. Oh,
1: thanks. Thanks. So,
0: I'll be there. So, 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 Matilda, you can share that, please.
2: Yeah, I would do. I would okay. do. I would do. Yeah, okay. Um, so, I think, um, okay, so I'm not sure if we're going to go online, offline. But um, to you, uh, additional kill. So, what's the situation in Nigeria after the Ensa's protests? What's was it like over there?
4: Okay, so things are are, are quite normalizing. Uh, things are returning to normal. Uh, the only thing is, we have to then count our costs. You know, we have mm-hmm. to then count our losses, especially those who were affected due to the uh, ransack of various stores, various businesses. And, you know, it's very, you know, quite, you know, scary and a bit even, you know, quite disappointing, especially because these are the businesses that were trying to support the small guys, but the medium guys who now have to go, especially those who don't even have insurance, they now have to go from scratch, you know, but I think the government are also trying to put things in place to actually support them but we hope that they are actually able to cover as many as possible. Because the grassroots guys, most especially the micro guys, most mm-hmm. of them are actually not connected you know, to most of these you know, channels. So the only way they can get access to some of them is by working with people like us or working with people who are more closer to the grassroots. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, they might not go that route. You know? mm-hmm. So those are the things we have mm-hmm. to contend. We, mm-hmm. we believe that things are coming back to normal and we are also hoping that you know, the support will actually go into you know, most of the small and medium scale businesses. Mm, mm, okay. Do you, wh- do you have a website? Yes, we do, sir. Okay.
1: So we I have- I believe through Matilda, we get all those information.
4: Yes sir. yes, sir. Okay. Thank you,
2: sir. All right then, so that's it. Have a nice weekend, um, enjoy your day. And we will meet okay. again. <laughs> Bye, Thank everyone. Bye. Platform. Bye. Bye-bye.
4: Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.